Hi, this is Evan Center of Center Counseling in Bozeman, Montana, back for another teen tidbit. I was talking actually with a young adult today, and um, we were talking about this aspect of parenting, sort of reflecting back on things that she said or did as a teenager and her perspective on it now, and um, sort of her claiming some responsibility and and, um, recognizing her own role in her relationship with her parents. Um, And it was pretty powerful. And, um, you know, that is something that young adults will come around to later. They'll look back and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I put my parents through that. I've heard that from adults, from parents, about their own parents. I've heard that from uh, young adults um, and even late teenagers. Um, but there's another, there's a flip side to this, which I want to bring up today for parents um, to think about, okay, so, you know, if we're all saying this as adults, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I put my parents through this. I can't believe I said that to my parents. Um, then what is the flip side of that? What is the parent's role in this process? Um, because when the teenager is doing it, they don't have that insight. They don't have that recognition of, of that, that dynamic necessarily. Um, and yet generation, generation after generation of, of young people is saying to their parents, I hate you. I don't love you. I can't wait to get out of here. Like slamming the doors saying, you know, I can't wait till I turn 18. Like these, uh, these exclamations have been said over and over and over again over the years. And so how should a parent respond to these, these statements that are, that are mean, that are hurtful. Um, How should a parent respond to these things? Um, And so that's what I'm going to talk about today is my view on on how to interpret those kinds of statements from teenagers and what to do about them. So my first recommendation is to not take it personally. As I just said, these things have been said by teenagers for a long time and your teenager saying this is not personal generally it's not personal you know maybe in the rare occasion I'm willing to admit that it might be personal but usually it's not teenagers are working on their ability to communicate effectively they're working on their individuation they've got um, all sorts of things shifting around in their brain and they are unfortunately sometimes not the smoothest communicators, right? Like here I am a seasoned therapist and I don't even communicate perfectly all the time. And it's something that I study and I practice and have been practicing for, you know, 15 years at this point. And, um, and, and we expect teenagers to be able to be articulate about what they're feeling and about what's really going on underneath the surface. When in fact, they're just, they're sort of bumbling through it. They're, they're saying things out of emotion with not a lot of thought in them sometimes, sometimes with a lot of thought and a lot of emotion, but not a lot of grace. And we need to take that into account. Um, their communication skills are in process. And given that, I think it's important for us as parents to think about, okay, what's the underlying message here? What is, what is my teenager trying to communicate? Are they trying to communicate simply that they're angry? Or maybe underneath that is fear or rejection. 
maybe they're trying to communicate that they feel unloved or disconnected. Maybe they're communicating that they're not feeling like they have enough choice or power or control in their life. So really, as the parent with the more sophisticated but you know, potential outlook on this, not taking it personally, really listening between the words underneath the surface, underneath that lashing out emotion to see what are the other feelings, thoughts, desires underneath. And then to also recognize that this may be a part of their individuation process, that teenagers are, it's their job to separate from family. So sometimes they do that in um, painful ways, in ways that could have been done more kindly. Um, But it may be a part of that for them as well. And then again, to return to this idea that it's not personal. We are still their parent. We'll still be here. Um, It doesn't mean that we let our children walk all over us. It doesn't mean that we say that become permissive or say that that kind of communication is okay. Um, I think it's okay and actually important to set boundaries around that and to say, that doesn't feel good. Please don't talk to me that way. Um, And it is our job to do so in a bigger, kinder, wiser, stronger way. We are still the parents, and we are important in that role with our teenagers. Our parenting job doesn't end when our kids go to high school. In fact, I think it really ramps up. And so really using that mantra, when we encounter these challenging situations that challenge us personally and emotionally, to remind ourselves that we are bigger, kinder, wiser, stronger. And how can we respond to our teenager from that perspective? Um, That's all for today. Thanks for listening.